Welcome to Color Code Your Dog Food with Gail Pruitt, a podcast that is the source for nutrition and wellness for your best friend. Gail Pruitt is a nutritionist and chef, a digestion consultant for people since 2001. She's been researching dietary needs for canines since 2008. She's written two recipe books on good food for humans with healthy leftovers for dogs, Doggone Good Cookbook and Doggone Good Cuisine, both from St. Martin's Press, available on Amazon. Now, without further pause, here's Gail. Hi, I'm Gail Pruitt, a certified nutritionist, and welcome to our new podcast, Color Code Your Dog Food. Colorful food means a healthier you and your furry kid. We're all about food and color and why color and variety are so important to you and your dog. This is a place to talk about dogs, nutrition, your general health, wellness, and some recipes. We've got some information and even some funny stuff that you're not going to find anywhere else. Our podcast is very unique because we're going to not only show you how to feed your pet better, but also how to feed your family better as well. And we're going to have fun doing it. We know you want to make sure your dog eats well, stays healthy for a long, long time. I've been a certified nutritionist since 1996, specializing in digestive disorders for humans. I was a personal chef for folks with special dietary needs. I was an executive chef even for a gourmet cooking oil, magnet oil. But when I bought a little condo in Far North Dallas in 2008, I needed to have a dog to make my little condo a home. Growing up in small-town Texas, I always had dogs and many other animals, sometimes to my mom's dismay. So when I got this little condo, I adopted this malnourished dog from the shelter, and that started my obsession for research on canine nutrition. You know, dogs and humans have lived together and been companions and loved each other and protected each other and eaten the same foods for thousands of years. So I thought, why not have our dogs eat the same high-quality food as we humans do instead of out of bag or a can? I now have written two books, Doggone Good Cookbook and Doggone Good Cuisine, published by St. Martin's Press. That was 10 years ago, so now I've really updated some of those recipes. I learned so much from Dr. Fred Pascatori on nutrition. He is a medical doctor and also serves as president of the International and American Associations of Clinical Nutrition. I was thrilled when he said he would write the last chapter of my first book, and then he wrote the first chapter of my second book. I was so excited. Well, now let's talk about the team of Color Code Your Dog Food. We have, and we're so, so fortunate to have, Dr. Robert Berger on our team. Dr. Berger holds a master's degree in nutrition and biochemistry and veterinary science, a doctorate in biochemistry and pharmacology, with a minor in animal and veterinary science. He did his postdoctoral studies in pharmacology at the University of Pennsylvania School of Veterinary Medicine. His major focuses are in medicinal chemistry, nutrient drug delivery, protein and lipid chemistry, agriculture, and human and veterinary nutrition and pharmacology. Was that not a mouthful? My goodness sakes. So you can write to ask Dr. Bob if you have any special questions about dogs or even cats. He is a cat guy. He has five. 
We're also very lucky to have Mark Fickert, comedy writer, actor, and crazy guy working with us as our producer. You can read about his craziness in his complete bio on our website, colorcodeyourdogfood.com. He will be making an appearance on our podcast anytime he wants to. He is so funny. So go to Color Code Your Dog Food, check out the recipes, uh, the bios, and we also have a list of all the good, healthy, colorful fruits and vegetables you and your dog can enjoy together. Also, if you have a great story about a dog or a cat or any kind of animal, I want to hear it. And we'll read that story on air. I love stories about animals and I have many myself. Dogs, cats, possums, raccoons, goats. I could go on and on. I grew up in the hill country of Texas. That's right in the heart of Texas. We only have two major discussions in the hill country, football and politics. And football is so entrenched in us Texans that even at church, the preacher will say, cutting this sermon short today, kickoffs at 12. I could go on forever on that. My parents must have gone crazy with all my furry friends. I even had a pretty little grass snake named Vera. She was bright green and so pretty. And a tarantula that I would put in my hair to scare my mom's friends when they come over for coffee. I heard one of those neighbors say, you know, she is an odd little thing, isn't she? Bless my grandma's heart, though. She said, yes, but she's our odd little thing. That woman never said another word. Right now, it's about dogs and you, and we will be discussing why your dog and you need color and variety in your food. We're going to talk about the different pigments in our fruits and veggies and why they are so important. Now, all that good food and nutrients that we eat and that we have and that we need to be able to absorb them, that's when probiotics come into play. I use and have used Dr. O'Hara's probiotics for 21 years. I have never found another product this good, ever. My dogs Mimi and Casper have been taking Dr. O'Hara's every night at 7 o'clock for 16 years, and they love them. And now our Rambo loves them too. He's our new little boy, and we'll talk about him later on. He's got some stories, that boy. He's a little Yorkie. He's 12 years old. He's had some issues, but he's getting over them. He's He's a great little dog. Anyway, we're going to talk about that later. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics taste good. You may even have heard that you need to have prebiotics and probiotics and postbiotics. Let me explain that. Prebiotics are food for the probiotics, and you get them in your food. You get them in all the different fibers and things like that that you, you eat. On and in our body, we have more friendly bacteria than we have human cells. And for our dogs and canines, too. Ten times more, as a matter of fact. And they are in different categories. Right now, we're talking about gut probiotics. Probiotics help absorb nutrients. They help build B vitamins. They help make serotonin for our brain so we can actually think better. And reason, it helps with bowel movements and does another 1,000 jobs. You know, there's a lot of people I know really need to take those probiotics um, to be able to reason. I could get off on that, but I'm not going to. So prebiotics are food for the probiotics. Many is in different fibers of the food that we eat, like I said before. But what is a postbiotic? A postbiotic are nutrients that are made and left over after the probiotics do their job in the gut. Dr. O'Hara's is a great product. It's a wonderful product. And so we're going to have a message from the sponsor on that. But let me just tell you, that is the best product I've ever had. 
If the road to your heart is marked with paw prints, stay tuned for more Color Code Your Dog Food right after this from Dr. O'Hara's. Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Transformative postbiotic compounds created during Dr. O'Hara's probiotics exclusive three-year fermentation process are present in every capsule. These restorative postbiotics nurture diverse gut bacteria, leading to better digestion, improved immunity, and exceptional health. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you. Welcome back. I have always been fascinated by colors of food, even as a little child working in the garden with my grandma. She had a large garden. She would say, okay, what colors are you going to go pick today for our dinner? I would go out and try to pick colors I thought would look pretty on the table. I still do that. However, my interest in colors for dog food started with that strange little creature named Mimi back in 2008. One day, I went to the shelter and told the volunteer I was looking for a cute little fluffy dog. The lady said, we don't have any cute little fluffy dogs here in this shelter. Here, hold on to this one while I go back in the back and see if we have any dogs you might think would be suitable for you. Boy, she was snarky. She put this strange little creature in my arms, and this little animal put her paws around my neck and held on for dear life. She's very strong. She weighed about 10 or 11 pounds. This volunteer came back, and in her most sassy voice, she says, we don't have any cute little dogs, and she tried to pull this dog out of my arms. This canine was having none of it. She's so strong, the woman could not pull the dog away from me. And at that point, I realized I was going to go home with this little animal, this strange-looking little creature. And I found out she was about four years old. They had named her Mimi. I was told she had been living in an abandoned building, probably subsisting on insects and anything she could steal. It took them two months to catch her. She's fast and cunning. She's still fast and cunning, by the way. And you know what the vets told me that they think she was? They think she was a dachshund, chihuahua, and pit mix. I don't even want to think how that happened. That was 16 years ago, and now she is the love of my life, along with her brother, Casper, and our new little boy, Rambo. Mimi and Casper were in bad shape, as I said before. That's when I started doing canine nutritional research. Later on, we'll be discussing proteins and why different proteins are so important for you and Rover. We will even have a surprise protein that you might not have even thought of, but we'll talk about that later. Right now, let's talk about all the colors of the vegetables and fruit. The colors red, yellow, blue, green, along with purple and even white vegetables. Most of us know all about beta-carotene in our orange vegetables and fruit, but did you know that the pigments of yellow, orange, bright red are almost 700 different carnitinoids? And that's what we know of. There may be more. Many have specific tasks they do in the body. I think that they found that humans use about 58 of those different carnitinoids. 
We're also going to be talking about the colors purple, deep red, purple, blue, blue, black, foods like red beets, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, even um, bluish colored leafy vegetables and roots. You've seen some of the lettuces that have the purple color. So there's purple carrots and also I've seen purple cauliflower. We're going to be talking more about that in another podcast and we're going to devote a lot of time to those beautiful colors. But let's talk about chlorophyll right now and why green is so important to you and your dog's body. Chlorophyll's green pigment allows plants to absorb sunlight. It's a source of vitamins, including vitamin A, C, E, and K, as well as antioxidants and minerals such as magnesium, iron, and calcium. So what makes chlorophyll green and blood red? Well, chlorophyll and blood are very similar. Both have hydrogen, nitrogen, and oxygen. Blood has the iron molecule that makes it red. The chlorophyll has a magnesium molecule, which makes it green. That is just a very simplistic way to explain blood and chlorophyll. There's really a little more to it than that. But take a moment and think about what chlorophyll can do in the body of canines and humans. There's a long list here, and I'm going to go through it, and I'll go through it fast, uh, but... Chlorophyll aids digestion, it helps reduce inflammation, it helps lower cholesterol, lowers blood pressure, may help with weight loss, aids immune function, it has antiviral properties, it improves absorption of your nutrients, may improve fur health, cleanses red blood cells, may improve skin health, boost your energy, and this is the good one. It helps heal wounds. It fights infection. And it even breaks down bladder stones. That's really, really important because the dogs and the cats, you know, they've been eating that dry dog food and dry cat food. And that's only 12% moisture. Dogs and cats need at least 70% moisture in their food. Just saying. On the Color Code Your Dog Food website, there's a list of ingredients to always have on hand and some ideas of equipment. And you probably have them all anyway. I mean, it's just very simple stuff. The little recipe I'm about to give you is only a starter. And if your dogs have only eaten dry dog food all their life, then this would be a little supplement to help your dog's taste buds get ready for different kinds of food. I use a bullet for this, but you can use anything. You can use any kind of blender or, you know, even a food processor. I use all of them, all of the above. And do not worry about exactness. I never have. I use a small handful of super greens that I buy in a box, all organic, of course, and some gently cooked and cooled ground beef or bison, a little beef broth or bone broth or both, and then I use plain gelatin. Sometimes I chop up the celery stalks or carrots, a teaspoon of chia seeds, and also if you want to throw in a blueberry or blackberry strawberry, feel free to do that. I do that all the time. As a matter of fact, I just made some cantaloupe and blackberry gummies a little bit ago with a lot of gelatin, but I'll, I'll tell you how to do that. By the way, there's going to be recipes on the website that tell you exactly how to do a gummy, and you can do so many different things with the gummy. I've even got liver gummies. I've got uh, organ meat gummies. I've got all kinds of gummies. That'll be on the website. You want to add your vegetables and fruit ingredients and put them in the blender with a little bit of liquid. You can put a little bit of that bone broth in there if you want. And then when the broth and gelatin have cooled, add the pureed vegetables to the mixture and place in the refrigerator for a couple of hours. Then place a part of that mixture in a bowl. Now, not the dog's regular dry dog food, not in the same bowl. And just see if they'll eat it. If not, add a little more beef broth to it. 
And if you made an extra, whatever is left over, just put it in a freezer container and freeze it. It comes in pretty handy. Don't worry about writing this recipe down. The detailed recipe will be on colorcodeyourdogfood.com. Now, just for fun, one day, when you go to your local grocery store, I go to a large health food store, and I counted different green fruits and vegetables. I counted 80. Give it a try and see what you think. You don't want to eat the same thing over and over again. You want to mix it up a bit, because all different foods have different uh, nutrients and elements that, that you're going to want to have. Now, to make Mimi and Casper and Rambo's food usually takes me about 10 minutes or less, and I do that a couple of times a week. The trick is to have all the ingredients in front of you at the the same time. Just have it all there. Now, I'm not the most organized person around, and I can still make a balanced meal for my dogs very quickly. The website has a list of ingredients to always have on hand, and of course, the equipment, and you already have that, I'm sure. I use reusable food cartons. I also have glass ones too, and I place those in the freezer. I do buy those off Amazon. Now let's mention the proteins. I I use different proteins um, because different proteins have different benefits to the body. It's not just the amino acids. Even though amino acids are important, it's not everything. But don't let this scare you, but I use at least six different proteins per week for our dog and also for our family. I'm going to make it easy. I do one or two fish per week, like sardines, cod maybe, sometimes salmon. And I use wild caught, of course, cod and salmon. Uh, Mimi and Casper and Rambo get at least one egg per week, sometimes two. They have beef and they have bison. I don't use that a lot because it's really expensive, but at least once or twice a week. Uh, Goat milk kefir, we will talk about this, and sheep milk yogurt as well, and that's very expensive as too, but you can buy a small amount. They don't need a lot, just a small amount, and it's good for you too. I do give them a little more turkey. It's less expensive than the beef and bison and the wild-caught salmon. Now, I have this surprise protein that I like a lot for dogs. Now, you might go yuck, but it has a higher protein profile than beef or any other mammal. That is roasted crickets. And before you say, I would never, Mark Cuban on Shark Tank invested in a company that does power bars with cricket powder. And, you know, those are used by bodybuilders, by the way. And they're really careful about what they put in their body. Hey, Gail, we have a message from our friends at Dr. O'Hara's, and then it's time for Animal Anecdotes. So sit, stay, we'll be right back. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, with their trademarked postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Hey, you're back. Who's a good listener? You are. You are. And for a treat, every episode of Color Code Your Dog Food, we'll hear stories about our favorite four-legged pals in our segment, 
animal anecdotes. Remember, you can submit your own animal anecdote at www.colorcodeyourdogfood.com, right on the contact page. This episode's story comes from, coincidentally enough, Gail Pruitt. This story is about my dog, Casper. He always wanted to pursue an acting career, and I've always felt guilty, a little guilty, not real guilty. I didn't support him in this endeavor. He loves to perform in front of people, especially children. But we did a little movie, what you call a little scissor reel, and Casper absolutely fell in love with the camera. And he would sit and he would pose. He would hold a pose for an hour if, if they needed. And he would smile. He would do whatever they asked him to. And how he knew, he just did. He, it was just, he was, he was good at that. However, one day we were in Petco shopping for poop bags and some toys. Casper loves to shop, and he was so happy this day. Everyone he met, he would smile, he'd stand up, he would dance, he would do his little cha-cha-cha thing. Everyone would ooh and ah and clap, except this one woman. She was all dressed up in a suit and heels. She stepped over him and kept walking. And Casper was doing all his tricks, and she didn't even acknowledge him. I didn't think anything about it, and we kept on shopping. Mimi and Casper were always pretty good at the store so they were on a fairly long leash. There was a long line at checkout. I was talking to this man in line and then we heard this scream. That's when I saw Casper coming back at me prancing. He was smiling. He was wiggling his whole body. You could tell he was so proud of himself. He had gone out and found that woman and he had peed on her leg. Well, I am a coward. I I will say that. I am a coward, and I admit it. I grabbed the dogs and ran to the back of the store, and I stayed there until I was sure she was gone. I know I should have gone up there. I should have apologized. I should have told her that I would pay for her cleaning of her suit, but I didn't. I went back, and I hid like a coward that I am. When I got back, people were all laughing, and they did call me a coward, and I was ashamed. I was very ashamed. Casper was happy with himself. This was not the last time he took revenge on not being respected. The takeaway of this story is always clap when you see a white dog perform, or you may be sorry. All right, this was the intro to Color Code Your Dog Food podcast. We hope you will join us and ask questions. We will also have different experts that I know you will find not only with good information, but also entertaining as well. We will be discussing the color orange, and I've got more stories of my three mutketeers and another exclusive recipe. But that's it for today. Remember to send in your own crazy dog stories. We're going to read them right here on the show so long for now and kiss that canine of yours for me and color code that dog food thanks for listening to color code your dog food with gail pruitt dogs are a part of the family so treat them like one at mealtime working dog service dog or just a lap sitting mutt if you want to give them long life and good health join us next time for tips recipes product recommendations stories and a whole lot of tail wagging fun and don't forget to visit colorcodeyourdogfood.com Get the latest recipes, catch up on pet news on our blog, and submit your own story for animal anecdotes. Sure, dogs rule, but we want to hear about your cats, birds, lizards, fish, and more. Any companion you love, we love to hear fun stories. The sillier, the better. Hey, you've got a dog in this hunt. So join us next time for Color Code Your Dog Food and color your dog healthy.